I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Ah, it's good to be on the podcast again. (laughs) Welcome back, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we decided that we want to do a little bit different format. I think it'll be fun. Um, We're going to do some quick updates. We're just going to go through our updates quickly. And we're going to both share this, and then we're going to share what's going well, where we're stuck, and then ending with how to get unstuck. So we're going to talk through all those things. I think it'll be fun. Because, um, yeah, we were talking a little bit over Slack, and we're like, oh, man, there's there's some things we both have to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling stuck. More, more, um, more things than usual. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, why not just talk over, talk about it over the podcast? You guys can listen in on it and uh, see how we're feeling about things. Um, sweet. Uh, so do you want to go first with some quick updates? Uh, yep. <clears throat> so I actually have three updates. Um, two of them are features that I just shipped. Um, one of them is some progress on the public API. So I'm trying with my features that I actually build right now. I try to focus on the core of the product a little bit so that no matter that the direction the features will be useful anyway <laughs> um so yeah an api can be used by no matter uh which group of you know people I, it will be focused on um and so yeah i'm i'm very close to finishing the public facing api um and i also implemented email notifications and that was pretty tricky actually <laughs> um and it paves the road for um, something like email digest that could go out every week to hopefully increase engagement with the forum. Mm, so right now what you can do, what you could not do before is if somebody mentions you or somebody replies to a thread that you have created, um, you can opt in to receive an email for both of those events, which is kind of cool because that way you don't miss yeah. if somebody mentions you on the forum because you know there are people who don't check it every day or every week. And they will then just right. miss the answers, which is kind of bad. Um, and I, I see some future possibilities with sending weekly digests of the most read or most uh, active th- new threads that happened this week. Uh, that could be kind of cool. Um, yeah, so I think first people have started using that. Uh, seems, to, seems to be all right. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I <laughs> felt pretty stuck and <laughs> actually got on a call with April Dunford. I think we talked about that. Um, oh yeah, that's cool. I think I could, I think I could put most of what happened in there uh, to a later point, <laughs> to where we talk about where we where we are stuck basically. Um, but it was a it was a good chat, um, and I appreciate her doing that. That was really really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool that you're able to talk with her. Yeah, I think I mentioned that I was just ranting on Twitter <laughs> and saying that I did read the book, but I'm still stuck. <laughs> um, and so I think some good thoughts came out of that for me. Um, yeah, and I think that's about it. Um, how did your week go? Sweet. So yeah, my quick updates. I have two. Um, well, maybe it kind of will morph into three. Um, but yeah, my first one is that I've been working on this feature that I finished where it's just reminders, um, where a user can, in intercom, um, you know, like a support user can 
give themselves a reminder and like a little note with it for a specific user. And then, you know, they specify when they want to be reminded in the future. And at that time, it will send them directly, uh, send them a message directly in Slack that just kind of has that note who the customer was and then like a, a link that they can click to go back to message that customer or look at what they've been doing recently or something like that really easily. So I worked on that new feature. Um, part of the reason I did that was there's a different section in the intercom app store for like, there's basically a category specifically for apps that work inside what's called the intercom inbox, um, which is where, you know, support teams are answering, um, questions and issues. Yeah, yeah. And basically if you have that app, which is, you know, it's like actually directly within the intercom uh, web app itself, they'll just add you to that new category. Like you'll, you'll be in another category on intercom. So I kind of was just like, "Eh, I think this will be interesting, uh, feature. I mean, I talked to some people to see if they would use it or if, if it would be sound like something they would use. And I'm not, you know, I didn't completely validate that. I don't think, but at the same time I was like, eh, this will be pretty easy to make as well as just add me to another spot in the app store. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that, I'm still waiting on them to review it and uh, accept that new change. Um, So I haven't pushed it out to anyone yet, but so I worked on that, that was fun to do. And then I updated my pricing page on the website. So now there's actually a price that people can see instead of just contact us. And I think uh, from that strategy, I I think I liked how I uh, did that, I mean, it allowed me to really talk to people and just like figure out a price that worked for them with my earlier customers and people that were potential um, customers to like just get an idea of what people are going to pay for this. And from that is, you know, basically how I settled on a price that seemed to make sense from those conversations. And that's what I have now. So I think I have a basic plan that's one to five support uh, members on a team uh, for $25 a month. And then a pro plan that is $50 a month, um, which allows you to go from the range of six support members up to, I believe, 20, 2015. I should probably just look at it. Um, <laughs> and then the biggest plan, which is like the enterprise one, is $100. And that's, I think, 26 and above support yeah. um, team members. And so that is what I decided was kind of like the value metric there. Um for someone using support man, you know, like the more support agents you have, the more value you're getting out of it, the more conversations you're having. And so just the more ratings, the more metrics that are coming through the system. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with that pricing. And I think it will just help with, you know, obviously some people probably see that there's not a pricing, especially for a tool like this, that's you wouldn't expect to be like a expensive, like enterprisey thing. Um, it could kind of turn them off to not even wanting to try it or something, you know? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's pretty good that you, like, now they have the right expectations because they can, they can just look at it instead of, you know, like what happened recently with the <laughs> with the one, uh, <laughs> one company who were kind of turned off by the price then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those were kind of the two things I was working on. Um, oh, I... Sorry, I'm I'm just adding things because I'm just like remembering <laughs> all the things I did. Um, I've also probably emailed, kind of like cold emailed like 20 people now from different companies that use Intercom 
basically asking them to just like learn about how they use intercom and just like basically saying, Hey, I'm trying to solve this problem. You seem to have a lot of experience with this. I'd like to appreciate to hear your experience and advice. Um, and so that's kind of my next phase. I think I talked about the last in the last episodes about just wanting to learn more to really understand the problem better. So the kind of the plan is to do a little more customer discovery with these companies uh, so I think that would be good. Already starting to get some replies from those and setting up some meetings in the next week or two. So hopefully that will be really good for some more learning. Um, and then the final thing, which was kind of a uptick that, you know, made me feel a little better about how things are going, is I had a customer uh, convert to paid that had been using the trial probably like over a month ago was trialing support man they kind of ended it and i didn't hear from them and then it took a while and they finally were like hey we want to pay for this oh that's good so that was great and then uh actually just this morning i got a, a message through intercom through another trialing user that kind of the same situation like they they trialed it then i didn't hear from them for a couple of weeks <laughs> and now they just messaged me and said uh how do we pay for this again <laughs> that <laughs> nice was, that was their question <laughs> that's um, awesome so I haven't gotten back to them yet, and and but it sounds like they want to pay. So that was exciting to see. Yeah, definitely makes makes me feel a little better seeing those come through. Um, so yeah, those are my updates. Um, so yeah, let's move on to what's going well. You want to start with that? Uh, yep. So what's going well is that I am still seeing the constant flow of access requests. Uh, I hit 70 access requests just yesterday. Um, wow, yeah. That is quite a number. On the downside, still uh, no, no conversions. <laughs> um, but I did get some more good conversations going from those people. Um, and I'm, I'm and did you have um, like multiple people in their trial too? Like they got to the point where they should convert? Uh, do you mean multiple communities or in yeah multiple communities like people that are you know trialing it uh, play group so i have like three or four people which i'm kind of betting on that they should at some point convert um while others are clearly just kicking the tires just looking around maybe inviting mm. one or two friends and just testing testing the waters um so out of them i don't expect too much and actually just yesterday i started building a little dashboard for myself which gives me an overview um because i'm kind of starting to lose track because if I, I have so many open threads going with those people um that i built myself a little dashboard that shows me how many users they have in their playgroup and when they started using it um and some other metrics and then i can just uh, from there just grab their email address and see if i'm already talking to them which made it a lot easier to uh you know just see are they actively using it or not um, what am i what am i dealing with when when talking with them um so what's going well is that out of those people um that are trialing right now i got on two calls and uh, got a lot of email threads going with those people um talking about what they wanted to see from the product and how like why they mm -hmm. want to use it um so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of learning more about other possible use cases, which is also a little bit scary because there are many more use cases than I thought <laughs> for forum software. Um, up to a point where I'm kind of considering like, could this like be some kind of knowledge base with 
community aspect <laughs> um, because yeah. some people think that could be the case um, yeah it's interesting so um, I'm still learning a bunch and I'm still getting a lot of trials in which is good mm. and yeah well traffic is kind of increasing slowly from Google um, that's also pretty good uh, yeah. but that's about it with the good parts <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I'm sure we'll dive into more of talking around that once we get to, you know, the yeah, next yeah. segments of how to how to get unstuck or whatever. Um, so what's going well for me? I feel like, especially with these last two people converting, I think my uh, percentage of, like my conversion from the free plan to the paid plan is pretty high. Because I've only had, <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to figure out... Um, yeah, what, what's my actual number of trialed users? It's something like 15 to 20, but a, a couple of those, like they didn't ever really even onboard. They just like clicked the first button to like connect with Intercom and then they dropped off right there. So I don't know if yeah. those are technically all the way trial users, but out of that, there's like 15 to 20. Um, and you know, with this last, uh, this guy this morning converting, that would be four paid users. Um, so yeah, out of the people that have actually like onboarded and started it, like it's, I feel like my percentage is pretty high for people that are converting to paid. So that's pretty good to see. Um, and I, so yeah, I think that's maybe what's working well. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I should just stop there cause we, <laughs> we can go into the other parts and <laughs> maybe the, the hard parts around that and what's not working well. Um, okay. So yeah, do you want to do where you stuck? Uh, yeah, so um, mainly stuck at converting people over to paid users, um, and I I'm not seeing a clear path forward, and I don't really expect there to be like a playbook or a definitive answer that one can just give me and be like, hey, that's what you should do. I don't think it's that mm -hmm. easy, um, but it is pretty frustrating um, because from the people that I'm talking to, like the potential customers i'm getting so many different answers it's literally all over the place um and that's something i also talked about with april dunford um so what she said is what would be a good idea and she to be clear it's she what she said is that it is probably still way too early to choose a direction like with my conflict between yeah. let's say small businesses and um, creator types or like enterprise or whatever, or bigger companies, support yeah, forums. Yeah, right. Um, so especially because I'm hearing so many different answers <laughs> why people don't want to use it or why people would want to use it. It is pretty much impossible to see which would be the best way forward. Um, mm -hmm. So, so what, what, what would be a good thing to have is talk to those people who are the happiest with the trials um or after the trials ideally um so I, i've tried to do that mm, and then what you what i what i could do is something like a net promoter score with people like ask them how happy they were um and focus on those who rank do, do you know what a net promoter score is it's like basically you ask yeah them, yeah hey, okay um so, so uh, basically just talk to the to the best customers or best potential customers in that case um and see what they would expect from playgroup or what's actually stopping them from converting to paid that's 
probably the best question <laughs> like what's stopping them those who those who won't convert yeah. right now um but also those uh give very different answers like for some of them it's just features just feature richness um and for some it's just oh we're still looking like we're still looking at alternatives um yeah like i was gonna say i could see a lot of people you know basically just preparing to get ready to maybe st- well, I guess you said you looked and you you could see if they already had a community or, you know, where they were at with this. I was going to say, like, especially, like, people that are just getting started, like, I could see them having quite a bit of time, like, kind of preparing to start a community and, you know, trying out different op- uh, different community platform options. And then, like, just kind of, like, it could take, you know, obviously more than two weeks to get that going. So maybe that's why they, they drop off and hopefully they come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I could see, you know, people that already have communities that trial play a group you know maybe they're just thinking oh the timing isn't right for whatever reason like maybe they're waiting for something to happen before they switch over platforms yeah i actually had some um, of those like people who checked it out and all the boxes like checked for them but they were like oh i've got so much on my plate right now i'll come back to it in two months or whatever when i get less to do because it's obviously it's not the highest priority for their business or whatever because well that's the business and that's the community um so, so I get that, but it's pretty frustrating still. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and but at the same time, like that might just be the the name of the game in the market that you're in. Maybe just with you know platform community platforms. You know, it takes time for people to switch, get started, move things over. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I agree. Um, just feeling pretty. But how about those? Yeah, go those ahead. two people that you uh, talked to. Um, what was kind of their reasonings for maybe not continuing, or or, or the things they were asking for? They're like, oh, we want these extra things. Uh, the the ones I went on a call with, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they they are still trialing. They have not decided, and they didn't have oh, okay. to yet. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> But um, I'm curious, like, you kind of mentioned, like, different people, like, using Playgroup for, like, different reasons or, like, having different features that they're interested in that are kind of, like, very different from other people. Like, what are what are some of the things that people are pro- pulling you or want you to go towards? So uh, I think one of them that I mentioned already is focusing on SEO a little bit more. And basically, they want to have very good search and seo because they want to use it as a public facing forum for their support Mm. which makes sense um (laughs) then another category i didn't really expect is teachers um so they they kind of want to use it as a knowledge base but for their students and they think that the structure that playgroup has is actually pretty good for that because it's you know you can have channels um structured according to your uh curriculum uh, which I also think makes a lot of sense. Like if you're a teacher and you have some, um, you have a plan that you want to go through with your students and you can create a channel for different things and then have students help each other out there. <clears throat> that's that's pretty good. And I can see that working. And they also could benefit from those widgets that on the side uh, where they can link to other sources or resources. Um, so it is, I think it is a valid category of people using Playgroup. Um, but then they of course have different needs that they would want to 
you know, set up meetings from within that, like live meetings um, to connect the whole uh, the whole class together. Um, mm. Basically, different different things that they could benefit from, which I also I understand that it would be good for them. But would it also be good for like a general purpose group like Mega Maker? Probably not so much because that kind of get togethers doesn't really happen there. Um, yeah. So what I'm what I'm always trying to do is kind of balance that, like the the needs of the different people with what's like what's needed in a general forum software. Would you like would you expect that to be in there? Um, or is it like right. a very special demand that those people have? And most of them are pretty special already um yeah that's that's just one example basically um hmm. but yeah, i, I mean sense. are you kind of in the same situation because i think you you mentioned that you're also a little bit stuck in where to go from here <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of mine is just like well yeah so there's a couple of signals that i don't like and one of those mainly is you know coming through this whole thing with support man building on top of intercom one of my one of my main hopes was that intercom's app store would be my distrib distribution channel right and i think i'm kind of proving that to not be true <laughs> um and that you know i've only had 20 you know companies come through the door maybe even only half of those were from intercom um and um from the point that you know now i'm in new and noteworthy i think i'm only getting like one new company sign up a week from that oh yeah um which just doesn't seem that good to me like you know i need i think i'm gonna need more signups at some point to get this thing going and you know i would have thought like my hypothesis would have been that being in the new and noteworthy would have really made that jump and show that like okay intercom app store is could be a really good distribution channel i mean really it should be better than it would normally because i won't always be in new and noteworthy um and so once i'm out of that i think it's like a two-month period um you know it's going to drop even lower yeah than that and so it's just like man there's not really much <laughs> coming from there at all um yep i so, see and, and, <laughs> Yeah, and then also I've kind of noticed with a couple of these companies that they'll not even completely onboard. It seems to me like my guess is that they could very easily just be a new intercom company that just is trying to install an app just to see how installing an app works on intercom. <laughs> and then and since I'm a new and noteworthy, they just click on mine to do yeah. that with. And then they're like, oh, I didn't really want this. I was just trying to install, see what it's like to install an app on intercom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I have a feeling that that could be a couple of them. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed with that. Obviously um, it just makes me, yeah, just a little bit nervous with kind of like, how am I going to get a distribution channel that works long term? Um, when that was, you know, kind of my hypothesis um, that would kind of fuel the growth. Um, so, I mean, that's my main problem, I think. On the other hand, like, you know, obviously it could be the product. Like they could just, you know, there's not a need for it maybe or something like that. Um, but at least from the people I've talked to so far and my current customers, like, they seem to be pretty happy with it. I mean, it, it is a pretty small feature set right now. And that's why I'm, you know, looking to talk to more customer, uh, potential customers and kind of build on that so that it 
solves more problems for them. Um, and you know, obviously that could help with distribution, more people needing that with a, a problem that they, uh, identify with. Yeah. So I think there's still potential there, but you know, just over the last week or two, I've been just nervous about that. Like maybe this, there isn't something here. Um, you know, it did make me feel better to have those two customers convert to paying. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of the up and down, but yes, yeah, definitely, definitely still nervous about like, is this something that's viable? Um, I am also thinking about like, basically, am I just going to have to kind of ditch intercom as like feeling like they could be the distribution channel and I'm just going to have to do that on my own, which would be really just more work and that's why i was hoping not to have to do that but i'm kind of planning maybe after i kind of have uh kind of get to the next phase after i've done some customer discovery kind of have the product to the next level is maybe trying some like cold emailing um there's definitely like a pretty straightforward path with that with intercom just because i can easily find companies that are using intercom and then send some good cold emails yeah yeah (laughs) Um, so I might try something with that and maybe that ends up being my main distribution channel. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I'm struggling with. And also uh, kind of a part of that, uh, I think I tweeted something about this yesterday, but basically just struggling with looking at, you know, I'm trying to learn from other bootstrappers that are, you know, doing well and basically just to see like, you know, obviously you can kind of, you kind of compare your own business to see like, okay, am I on track? Is this the right path? Yeah. And I'm doing that and basically just getting more <laughs> frustrated and disappointed Yep. and <laughs> basically just feeling like I'm not on the right path. Um, and so it's been kind of a battle mentally, like, is that the right thing to do or not? I, I'm kind of feeling like that probably isn't the right thing to do just because, you know, all businesses are different. And some of the ones I see, like, you know, they're in different markets, they're maybe for consumers. So it's like, it's really hard to compare, I guess, but at the same time, like it's hard to stop yourself from doing that when you're on Twitter and seeing these different, you know, successful products come through. Um, I'm curious, like just with that part, like if you struggled with that at all, um, I definitely, can identify with that a bit yeah <laughs> um so i think what what helped me get a little bit around that is that i don't really see anybody in the same situation that i'm in really and let me explain what what i mean by that <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so i made the mistake of building a product and now i'm kind of finding the right people for it <laughs> um yeah which is kind of the opposite way that most people do it um so they have their audience figured out when they start building most of the time and i kind of don't have that so i don't think there is much or there are not many businesses or i actually don't know of anybody in that situation right now i would love to actually (laughs) talk with them um and hear what they are doing about that um but i don't see that done that way anywhere um which is probably not a good sign (laughs) um but that's also why i think it's not the best idea to compare myself to others who are clearly taking a different path um but i still like you know you see them or you see others um building a business and finding that audience quicker and i'm i'm wondering like why why are they finding that audience 
so much quicker than I am. Like I, I read yeah. the mom test. I read obviously awesome. <laughs> I was on a call with April Dunford and I still can't make sense of all the different answers that I'm seeing from the different people. Like, am I missing something? Am I just, am I just too stupid to see it? Or is it just <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that. That, that can definitely be frustrating. Um, yeah. Like for me, like, I think like Justin Jackson just tweeted like this last week, something about like your business should be getting like 200 to 300 signups a month. And you know, even like that is like, Oh man, can I ever get to that point? Like you, you start to compare with like successful businesses. Like, can I get my business to that point? You know? And right now, obviously I'm not anywhere close to that. Yep. And so that those kind of things, when you are looking at those stories and stuff like that can kind of get you frustrated and feel like you're not on track. But, you know, at the same time, I think I just have to be honest with, you know, I don't, I'm not there yet, but I, I also like, you know, we're earlier on, like we're in earlier phases, like in some ways, like I know for support man, like I haven't found product market fit yet. And so like, I shouldn't expect to be getting anything close to that kind of signups when I haven't found that yet. So it's like kind of like just reminding myself, like I need to just stay on the journey. Like, you know, there's going to be problems, things I have to figure out before I should expect to see different metrics or different kind of numbers. Um, but it's just also, yeah, it's just hard to know, like if you're on track to that or if that's even possible. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I think that's why I'm kind of struggling with it is seeing stories like that. Yep. I've, I've feel that a lot. Like, am I on the right track or am I actually completely off track? That's the same. It's the same thing for me, actually. Like, am, like, did I, <laughs> you know, like, did I, did I mess up already? And I'm not trying to find the perfect customers or any kind of segment that, that is really perfect for playgroup. Like, is it actually possible to find that, um, that segment right now, or is it not? And it's, it's really hard for me right now to just relax <laughs> just chill a little bit and stay on course and just realize that the trials are coming in and it might be just a numbers game for a while and i should just see what happens over the course of a month and maybe not build so many features and try to talk even more to people <laughs> um but maybe like there's this background thread in my head going what if it doesn't work out like what <laughs> what if it doesn't yeah, really yeah. lead anywhere and i do this for another month and i still can't see um a clear path forward what what would what do i do for another then? year yeah <laughs> i mean this could take a while i guess but i don't know <laughs> yeah i think yeah i've been thinking as well like with support man like in some ways you know you hear stories about people that launch and then like after a month or two like they're kind of off to the races you know they got lots of customers things are going well um i feel like and this is kind of just been my strategy is you know when i launched i i launched with a very f small feature set just to kind of test the waters and test those initial assumptions and so it's like i don't know i'm kind of still building on to the core product so it's like i probably shouldn't expect to see you know lots of people coming through the door when my core product isn't really even done yet um and so yeah it's, it's just really hard to know how to compare to other successes when you're you're on a different road you're you've done things differently or like you're just at a different spot um so yeah, it's just hard to know like the signals of is this working or is this not should i keep on going down this path or not yeah. um so yeah that's definitely been my kind of struggle that i'm, I'm kind of stuck in feeling um 
I guess for me, how to get unstuck. Um, I think just, yeah, doing what I'm trying to do, talk to these customers, doing more customer discovery will hopefully kind of realign me like, okay, there is a problem here or, or maybe I, maybe I'll find that the problem is just a little bit adjacent to what I was doing now. And, but I can kind of move over to there fairly easily and keep on down that path. Uh, hopefully that will give me a lot of clarity, just talking to more people, um, and just kind of getting an idea of how, how things are going. So that's kind of, I guess, my plan for getting out, uh, unstuck, uh, in the back of my head, I kind of had another whole like strategy (laughs) that was like, I don't know, in some ways it was like a backup plan that was like, (laughs) okay, maybe this could work. And at least that, you know, if I have a backup plan, it at least allows me to maybe let myself kind of like be okay with just going down this path of like, okay, I have two back, like I have a backup plan. If this doesn't work how I'm hoping, like I can still keep going down this road of building out support, man, making it better. And, uh, I guess, yeah, what that backup plan is, which is kind of interesting is I was thinking, you know, so intercom has a Slack integration and I've already heard from a person or two that they said it's not a very good integration. And so I was kind of thinking like, what if I continue to build on support man, kind of what I was already figuring of doing, but kind of like features that are kind of around what the intercom integration already does. So it's not replicating that, but it's, it's adding more around it, some better features, maybe doing it in some better ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to where if support man is not doing well, like it's not, profitable and not making enough revenue maybe i could sell it to intercom as just like a version two and maybe it could even be <laughs> maybe it could even be like a aqua hire where they kind of like <laughs> hire me to continue working on it or i don't know i was like that could be interesting maybe maybe there's something there um, or they kick you off the app store and you're gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, sorry so, for being so negative, but I mean, I can definitely see that working out actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know, if I bu- if I build a valuable feature set, at least in their eyes, um, maybe if you, even if I struggle, you know, with the distribution part or the marketing part to get, you know, enough people paying for it, maybe it's at least still valuable enough that they would want to buy that or something. I don't know. That was just kind of the backup plan that was like, okay, maybe if I just have this, I'll feel better about going down this road that like something can work out here maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Actually, it crossed my mind as well. Like what would I do if Playgroup doesn't work out? A, what do I do with Justin and the Mega Maker community because they are already using it, you know, like that's bad and I don't want to disappoint them in any way. Right. So I would want to keep that going. Um but then at the same time, what's next? And I wouldn't have any idea what to do next, to be honest. I haven't thought about it and I have no other ideas. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I'm still in my where am I stuck category, <laughs> to be honest. I don't think I have a way to get unstuck right now. Um, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess from my perspective, I feel like you are, I think you're doing well. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're past the point of like there's a need here. Like, I think that's pretty, to me, I feel like that's obvious. Like there is a need here. Um, 
you know, just with how many signups you're getting and how many people are visiting your website, like that means people are going to Google, they're searching for a community platform and they're finding Playgroup. Like that's a pretty strong signal that people want something like this. And maybe you're just now stuck at the kind of the next step of how do you fit that, you know, exactly to their need and make sure that you're building the right solution for their need. Um, so in a way, I feel like you're maybe a step ahead of support man where I'm at, where like you've kind of validated like there's a need here. People are wanting something like this. It's it's now like making sure you're fulfilling that need with the right product and maybe positioning it in the right way that makes them see that, yeah, this is what I need and I'm going to go through and pay for it. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like you there's something there. It's just like you know, finding that positioning, moving it around. Maybe it is maybe some different feature set. I don't know, but I don't know. I, th I think you're, you're getting there. <laughs> I know I sound very negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trying to encourage you there. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I do have, I, I did write down two things that could help get unstuck. <laughs> Um, okay that's good one of them is just wait and have some have some more fun again <laughs> um just yeah i i think that is a good point like i that's I, me again i've been struggling with that like i was having so fun with support man uh building it yeah, yeah like learning what solution was needed and then i think once we get to the point where like okay we need to get paying customers <laughs> or like we need to see this work it becomes not as fun <laughs> yeah i think what happened for me is that i got a little too serious about it and i wanted to because i kind of saw that first traction i wanted to get more users on board right away as quickly as possible and i just focused on that a little bit too much I kind of mm -hmm. want to step back from that and, you know, build the core a little bit more, which will obviously profit the whole Mega Maker community at this point. Um, they will probably appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> um, and I will have some more fun building it and testing new, new stuff. And I can still, I, I still think there's so much more to build onto Playgroup right now that mm -hmm. is still core of the product um, that I can easily fill the next, <laughs> probably the whole year with it. Um, and I've started writing yeah. down what could go into the core of it really. Um, and it's a lot that, that I could still, um, build on top of what I've got right now. Um, and so the other thing I wrote down is that I could just, and I actually started doing that a little bit, um, focus on those three groups that I'm seeing right now, which would be entrepreneurs and makers, just like Justin, basically, um, then teachers and course creators, because that's another category who seems very enthusiastic about it. Um, and then the third one would be startups and small businesses, which I have not gotten such good feedback from yet, <laughs> but maybe I'll get there. Um, and I think yeah. that's probably because what they want to do is all public facing and needs better SEO than I have right now, um, which I, I'll, I'll give it to them. <laughs> it's true. Um, so I can, because that's also what I consider a bit core of the product. Um, I can probably prioritize that and see if that goes better with them then. Um, so what I want to do is kind of put those three groups front and center and actually put that on the front page and have a little page for every group um, and kind of list the advantages that those, those three groups each get from using Playgroup. Um, 
which doesn't mean nobody else can use it <laughs> but it's just what i'm seeing yeah. right now and it i'm i was i was a little bit afraid of spreading myself thin by not focusing on just one group um but i feel like that's a good thing i can do right now because i'm talking to all of those groups right now um and it doesn't take too much time to do that like i'll probably worst thing is probably writing the copy for those three pages <laughs> um but once i've got that down it's, it's literally just setting up three pages and extending the landing page a little bit um and it could make a big difference i hope because it gets a little bit more clear who this is for one thing that i've got yeah. going for me with the landing page is that april dunford also thought that it's pretty clear what i'm selling <laughs> that's that's a plus yeah yeah i think that yeah i think that's true like i think you you have done a really good job with the landing page for sure um yeah those things sound good um i don't know i was thinking kind of going back to like having fun with it yeah i think so i just yesterday i listened to this kind of lecture from the founder of segment where he talked about how he found how they found product market fit and he was talking about kind of that time before finding product market fit was basically the hardest time and it was i think they say like uh, 85% of startups or, you know, businesses fail because they don't find product market fit. So that's like where there's a big drop off and it's the hardest part basically is getting to that point. And he was saying like, even emotionally, like he was going crazy <laughs> in that time. Uh, like he had yeah. panic attacks I can't see and that. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's just because there's, we have, you know, as entrepreneurs, just such a like yearning to like get to that point of like okay this business is going to work like that's kind of the point where it's like the turnaround point where it's like i i see a future with this we're gonna make it happen it's now just kind of going down the path we've yeah, already yeah. figured out um and i think that's maybe why we're not having fun is like basically just not knowing if this is going to work um and just like trying to push it to that point and it just you know it becomes kind of a serious like thing where it's like okay i gotta make this work <laughs> Um, where it's not just a fun thing, like, you know, a fun side project anymore. Um, yeah, that sums, so up, I know. that sums up pretty good. Yeah. But I think at the same point, kind of like you're saying, I think, you know, especially, you know, we're both building this on the side. This is going to take time. And I think we do kind of need to relax, like just sit back. <laughs> like this is going to take some time to figure out, let's just kind of have some fun with this. And, um, you know, we do both have some positive signals. So it's like, you know, maybe, you know, there very well could be something there. It's just kind of keeping down the road and then maybe we'll both hit product market fit and feel a lot better. And then, you know, it'll be fun just kind of continuing down that road. So yeah, I think maybe that's what it is, but I, I think that is really important, especially since we're doing this like with our extra hours. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like you want to have fun with it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's interesting for sure to think about, uh, just, just like the emotional side of like building a business and, and making it work. Um, I think for me, another thing that helps me at least is just lower the bar. Like, you know, if I can lower the bar to, you know, if I only make, can get support man to be a thousand dollars a month, I mean, or 2000, I think is really would be a cool point is like more just like, okay, this is, I got this to a point where it's like kind of a fun side business that's working, you know, making a little extra money. Like, I think just lowering the bar to that's all it has to be. 
you know, that kind of helps me push forward with, you know, this can be a fun thing to build it to that point. And I don't know if it'll get better than that, but you know, kind of realign your expectations just to be okay with that. And I think I would be okay with that. Like, you know, just the experience of building a side business that's profitable, you know, if that's kind of the cap, you know, I can take those learnings and go to something else. So I think, I don't know if, you would feel the same way with playgroup with that, but maybe if there's a way you can lower the bar just to be okay with getting it somewhere, I guess. Yeah. I think my long-term goal would still be replace the salary, but it is certainly a good idea to lower the bar in the short, shorter term, <laughs> like for the next yeah. few years, probably. Um, so one thing that you said is definitely true for me. And that is wanting to see if it works as quick as possible and i think that's where the not so fun part is coming from right now (laughs) um yeah yeah because how do you see that if nobody's converting you're you're seeing the opposite right i'm just seeing the opposite like i get so many trials in the door but nobody's uh, committing to it um and that is stressing me out a bit (laughs) but at the same time yeah i should just relax and you know i haven't even publicly launched like you still have to sign up uh, for the access requests and it's super early still if i look back at it yeah yeah and i think in some ways this is the this is this is what being an entrepreneur is like being said no to a lot of times and i think just having to get used to that like i don't like being said no to i don't like people saying they don't need what i spent all my time building you know like it's, it's hard <laughs> oh i got used to it after 35 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i think just having to re- realign with how things really are um which is hard and a struggle and it takes time so but yeah, it doesn't mean, you know, just saying that makes it all better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering how we're going to tell myself how, that. how are we going to end this on a good note? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's land the plane on a, a positive note somehow. <laughs> we, we just pull, I mean, pull the we mic. We have a plan at least. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 uh, so I mean, we ended with the how to get unstuck i think we have some yeah we have some good ways to get unstuck i think like i don't think we're we're completely like stuck with no ways of getting unstuck yeah i think we're, like we have some ways to get yeah. unstuck. We're, i don't i don't feel paralyzed uh, that's that's good <laughs> yeah well yeah that was that was fun uh talking through that did you have any other thoughts before we end it here nah i'm good <laughs> yeah try, we'll just say <laughs> stop talking before it goes negative again and <laughs> oh boy all right well thanks for uh listening and uh we'll continue updating you in the future episodes and hope you enjoyed it uh, i'll talk to you in another one see you next week